0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's time to step inside the Tagon with your host, Ike Feldman.
1: What's going on, Tagon people, fight fans, fight fam? You like fight fans or fight fans? I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Another excellent episode. Andrew Benjamin of the At We Are Rising Pod and Issa and Mo Sultan, Brooklyn boys, born and raised, Long Island train at Mutant MMA. Great episode. Cover a lot in this. Talk con fights of course energy overcoming bullion amazing episode I enjoyed it I'm back I think it's season 5 of the octagon we are here doing our thing enjoy the episode what's up fine fight fans always try to add as much alliteration as possible especially when i'm being joined by andrew breaking benjamin at a benja 1 or at a b e n j a 1 on twitter and instagram he is the co-host of the at we are rising pod He's a martial artist. He's also covering this weekend's 2022 Comic-Con in the Javits Center. He is passing all of us, uh, the peons, the the peasants. He's going to be there shaking hands with uh, all the anime and comic characters. I'm very pumped to speak with Andrew Benjamin, who I had the pleasure of meeting at, it was Rise Invitational 9 at the Space in Westbury few weeks ago, maybe late August, maybe eight, eight weeks ago, uh, six weeks ago, something like that. But Andrew, I appreciate you for joining me. You are a very busy man. How you doing, brother?
2: Uh, Well, I have not heard Breaking Benjamin in maybe over a decade, maybe longer, because that is like high school era of that band. And I don't even know if they're even still a band at this point. So, so.
0: cold. So cold.
2: I, I got, it wasn't listen I've never, surprisingly though, no one ever made that, you know, so when I was a kid, I used to be, I used to have really red hair. I got called raggedy Andy by the other, by the, by the other little bastards. Not uh,
1: as cool as my nickname that I gave you.
2: Uh, no. Yeah. And so like, no one ever gave me uh, that one. I was like, oh, okay. That would have made a, have made sense. Um, uh what is it Uh, oh yeah i'm doing good uh (laughs) it's uh you know weather here in in new york has been kind of crappy the last few days um i actually unfortunately one of my shoes got ruined it you know you step in the puddle and then suddenly your shoe comes apart so yeah (laughs) so yeah that and then um yeah i got comic-con just covering that for some different publications Oh, always covering Ryzen because there's always something or JMA because there's always something in JMA going on, usually not that good. Um. So, uh, yeah, that uh, that's basically my, my entirely busy life. I have no idea how I got into this thing. And yet I still somehow am consumed by this entire industry.
1: And uh, luckily for us, because you are one of the most fluent conversers, if that's even a word people who, I don't know, interact in conversation, my man, you are it was a pleasure to speak with you uh, I don't know, we, if we recorded that, that would have been a, a hit podcast, uh, some pilot we could have sold that. it was just a fantastic conversation, uh, maybe if we have the, the Lavier mics or whatever they're called, we could have d- do it in, in the future, but yeah man it, I totally enjoyed that, this is uh, many weeks in the making, but uh, again, I appreciate your time you are modest and that above all stands out to me. I think it's because of your martial arts background. Can you, can you uh, talk about that? Uh, how long have you been training? Where do you train? Uh, why do you train? And uh, what does it do for your life in, in a positive way?
2: Uh, so uh, I first started in 2010 at a uh, Sarah BJJ out on Long Island okay. uh, at, their, at their old school. Uh, in well, Levitash Trash or Levitown. Um, as you're from Long Island, right? You, you said you're from Long Island, right? Yep, you, you, you call it Levitt Trash, right? Not, I'm not the only one. That's what we all everybody outside Levittown calls calls it Levit Trash because it's a trashy place. Um, uh, so I got into it because, well, one day I visited the doctor and he said, Andrew, you're a fat ass, you need to lose some weight. Not exactly like that, but kind of close. Uh, I was 210 pounds at my heaviest. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay, so what do I got to do besides obviously stop drinking Gatorade and and uh, and Monster Energy at night and eating chicken fingers at night? So um, uh, what was it? So actually, So there was a security guard there who I was who I always talked to. Uh, He hated the fact that I was a wrestling fan. He thought that wrestling like pro wrestling was the dumbest thing ever. And so he says, Andrew, you gotta stop watching this wrestling stuff. It's really dumb and really stupid. You gotta watch this stuff, UFC. He handed me like UFC, whatever. I'm talking like old stuff that had like Evan Tanner, and uh, Tito Ortiz, and Randy Couture. Like that's like that era. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I was like watching stuff. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. This is really cool. This is really cool. And um, when I graduated, I just uh, I was like, okay, you know what? Let me try this MMA thing and i didn't know about the whole i thought mma was a sport i didn't know that there was all this other stuff that's like that are so like jujitsu ju- and kickboxing yada 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 so i was like oh i was told, oh what we they do jujitsu and kickboxing and wrestling so which one do you like the most and i was like oh i don't want to spend money on like gloves or anything so i was just like oh i'll just buy the gi whatever and then that's that should be good that should be good so that and then uh what was it pandemic happened uh that school closed down or there's the other school that they have is all the way out like it, like where i live now in new york city would be maybe like a two-hour drive there and back i could watch a war of the rings movie like two and back like in full so i was like i can't i can't do that anymore uh found out that 10 planets new york city was a uh, was still operating and then I was I uh, a friend of mine got uh got me in and uh yeah I'm with them now and uh ha- have now lost well since then 60 oh and I can't do math but, uh, about 60 pounds 60 ish pounds since uh, starting my MMA journey and yeah, I think you had one more question about why I do it or what it brings me.
1: Yeah uh what what positive reaction do you get from oh. your training? Well Besides that's losing the weight.
2: Oh okay. What pot? well, po- well you know, fuck, I'm going to sound like John Danaher, you know, where I'm going to give like a, I'm going to give like a, like a, 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 a TED talk on like whatever, but, to, but it's like, it's the thing that I enjoy most about, I'll just not even say I mean, any sort of combat sport is that it's just down to you and someone else. Um, Very f- other, very few other sports really do do that. Uh, you do have, I mean, you have like chess if you consider that a sport. Um, but uh for the most part, it's just you versus somebody else. And you know, other sports are team based baseball, football, volleyball, swimming. Um, yeah, but even swimming, if you're even swimming solo, you're you're going up against about six, seven, eight, nine other people. But in martial art, MMA, jujitsu, boxing, whatever. Uh, with the exception of a few things, uh, it's always one on one And it's kind of like you can it, it's taking all the knowledge and everything that you have learned up to this point and applying it. and if your coach is there, you know, off to the side yelling at you and all that stuff. if if they're doing that, you know it still comes to down to you. And usually, if you lose, it's because, uh, it, uh, uh, Ideally, it's because the other person was just better that day. but if you win, it was just because you were better that day. And you know what? tomorrow, it could be ninety nine times if you meet that opponent, it could be go entirely different. and I it's kind of it's it's like human chess. that's what it is. It's kind of like human chess, and we're both kings trying to checkmate the other. uh that's you know that's what I like about it's also and also just mentally It mentally gets you just like going and stronger and it really tests it really tests of your 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 inner self and that you know is is can i go further can i go further can i learn more can i can i why can i can i be in this hold even longer and not submit or not get choked out or not get my arm broken it's a good way it's a good Way to mentally and physically build you up, that's what I love about it.
1: Love it 100%. Love it again. We're being joined by Andrew Benjamin at A B E N J A one A Benja one on Twitter and Instagram. Co host of the at We Are Rising Pod martial artist, as you guys just beautifully heard. Andrew, that was that was lovely. Do you believe? Now, I, I, you, you got to be happy that you got in, like me, pre-Conor McGregor era, and it's just it's so cool. It's, it, it just tastes even juicier, the fact that we saw the the, the, the plight of Conor from maybe it's 2013 or 2014, and then the 15, 16, 17, and then the Khabib, but it's just like it reached ESPN, man. It reached Fox from the time that we've been watching it over, over a decade. And it's, uh, it's pretty incredible. Do you believe that mixed martial arts on the world stage uh, in terms of viewership has plateaued, or can it get bigger?
2: When you say also, can you clarify, do you mean UFC or just the entire MMA sphere?
1: Entire MMA sphere. Okay. I made a Jewish there. Too Jewish, I said sphere. Yeah.
2: Schwartz, <laughs> the, the Schwartz. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's plateaued, but the problem is is that a someone like Connor comes along, maybe once in a millennia, and right now, like, despite the fact that he hasn't fought, what was it since I think it's two years? Was that how is that how long does the, the Poirier fight been?
1: Uh last July, maybe fifteen months oh wow okay
2: so he is he's still somehow the most popular fighter in usc despite not fighting on a consistent basis which is you know that's good on him um the problem i i see is that i don't see a future of like i i don't see sean o'malley being like a conor mcgregor type uh Francis Naganu, I don't see like being a, a Connor McGregor type as well. So the problem is that I feel like someone like Connor k- brings in above the plateau, which is great but then when it's not the when it's not a Connor thing, suddenly like you know I, well here's like a good, good example that the, the, the Nate Diaz Ferguson fight how do you know how many buys it got I think it, I think it cracked about a million I think, right
1: You would hope at least. I,
2: I, I think, I don't know, I, I have to, I, if you know the numbers or, you know, but I know, but I know that there was a lot of hype by it because you had, a, you kind of had an old school versus new school thing where you had the old fight fi fans kind of seen, you know, come in and, you know, seeing, you know, him take on a new school-ish type of fighter in twenty first century which is great. But in terms of like, yeah, I feel like right now it has plateaued and that I feel like well, I'll, I'm i going to specifically pick on UFC um, they don't have really any sort of motivation or necessity to like to grow bigger. I said th- they're on ESPN. I think ESPN is paying them, if I'm correct. That's always that's always a dangerous situation because you're not you don't really have to. Del- if you're if you already made your money, you don't really have to deliver. They just have to deliver. They have to they have to deliver content. That dreaded C word. I hate so much. I hate that word a lot uh, because. It, they just, you know, they just gotta deliver whatever they need to on ESPN, and they don't—they're not beholden to any sort of masters or whatever, and that unfortunately is, uh, I think, detrimental. Um, you know, as opposed to like Ryzen, which just had a show and they made it available on Direct TV. Uh, optimum pay-per-view and all that stuff and through fight TV and all that and so they're trying to expand which I think is great but I don't think that you know and then I don't know PFL ratings don't seem to be good they're getting like six figures and Bellator I don't know how that works with a Showtime thing so it's it's very much like I feel like it is a plateau where we occasionally will get those casual People coming in, and then it's mostly just us hardcores who are always tuning in no matter what. Like, I, I don't know, I you know, it's always it? it's called the dad test, the dad test, or the grandma test, or the mom test. I'll, I could go to my dad and be like, Hey, do you know Conor McGregor? Is yes, okay, do you know who Sean O'Malley is? and he'll be like, Nope, do you know who Al Jermaine Sterling? Well, I that's a bad example because he's from Long Island, so that might be uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, do you know who Manny Nunez is? I sincerely doubt he knows who Manny Nunez is um do you know who ronda rousey is oh yeah so that's the problem is that i feel like this mma is not doing well in terms of developing a post connor star if they even want to um that's how i see it i hope that answered your question
1: yeah yeah and um i'm forever grateful for connor for um Bringing the UFC to ESPN for more eyeballs and teenagers, kids to see, and just in in a sense to spread martial artists, uh, to spread martial arts. Yeah, no, it, it's Conor McGregor. You can't make him in a lab. They they tried with Darren Till, with Brian Ortega. Um, I'm happy that the quote unquote true martial artist, like the the Hamza. The Yuris, the Israel Asanyas, the, the people who seem to not want to make a liquor company uh, following a big fight or a money fight. Um, fighters who want to stay fighting for at least a decade, like a career fighter in a sense. So those fighters are getting more attention. You would hope that it would be on ESPN. Like they we could do a just a colossal pay-per-view card on primetime ESPN. That'd be amazing. Uh, it pisses me off the pay-per-view model. To be a fight fan is, is crazy. It's like $900, $1,000 if you just do UFC. But if you want to do zone, or if you want to order other pay-per-views, it, it gets, gets pretty expensive to be a fight fan. Uh, the, pushing that to the side, that, that could be a little frustrating. But I am happy it is on the ESPN platform. Maybe it could be an Olympic sport. Um, maybe wow. Ryzen, one, Bellator, PFL, they get that just they get their connor mcgregor you never know they get their guy who uh is it danny sabatello who knows uh and the cross promotion i don't know if the ufc has a lot to lose there so maybe it's 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 slowed down i don't think it's quite necessarily plateaued completely hopefully not uh, i'm hoping not but it is uh it's worldwide man uh, i would hope that it could pass, surpass uh, football or soccer worldwide i think so you know you get australia russia canada south america uh the uk uh, d- africa i just i think everybody could tune into a fight
2: i don't know i think that's definitely possible um uh you know, lo- the thing that Ryzen is lucky to have is that since they are japan japan based they don't necessarily it's they don't necessarily have to succeed internationally they already have fires there uh, a fire there who's already i guess you would consider their conor mcgregor his name is miku razakura um there you go and uh but like even relative to connor i would say that connor is much more famous but that's about that that's semantics but yeah they have their own and they have the luxury that like okay if they don't can't don't want to expand here they can at least be successful in japan there's a reason why ufc UFC shows in Japan never do well. That they've always have bombed, and they've had the paper tickets. Uh, and then Bellator, when they do their whole did their whole thing in Japan with Japan, you know, they had they had to basically say it's a Bellator and Ryzen show to get off. The horizon. Oh. Bell will never make never like Bell itself can never like make itself in Japan. You know, it also explaining about the whole thing about being expensive to be a fight fan. Yeah, I own it. You know, I go to see it if I if the card is interesting, I'll go see it in a theater, a UFC show. But like I don't understand like how people can be okay with paying. Is it $80 a pay-per-view now? Is that Dude. what
1: it is? Yeah, is it's it 90 Crazy. Know?
2: And you know, that's the problem. That's the thing. If you're the market leader, you can decide. How much you want, and most of the time, people won't complain. You know, you, you know, how much you know if if you want to charge five hundred dollars for a PlayStation, people are gonna be like, okay, sure. The PlayStation fans will always buy a PlayStation. If you're a, if you love Corvettes, you'll always buy a Corvette. If you're a Corvette fan, no matter if it's a million dollars or whatever, and that you know that's that's kind of an issue with the U. With I would say USC fans that they kind of are, they kind of just mm, they don't. Re- it's well, uh, they're just stuck in their own ways, and it's like, oh, you know, okay, so. I'll i um, I'll pay the eight dollars for the pay-per-view and $9.99 for ESPN or ninety dollars I think it is, right? It's $19.99 a month. right? $999. four
1: ninety oh, nine. dollars 99
2: Okay, that's it, yeah. nine 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 dollars a month for uh ESPN And then uh yeah, yeah, that's you know, and oh and then there's the UFC Fight Pass as well, which is an additional $999. I forgot about that. So uh yeah, and if you buy tickets to have UFC show, that's gonna be no less than 200 dollars you know, especially with a numbered show. So you got that. So, yeah, you know, it's, you know, if somebody has, if you have all that money to spend, I'm not going to tell you to stop, but like, you know, eventually bubbles like that burst. Bubbles do burst like that. And so I don't know when it will happen, but it will eventually happen even if the USC is a market leader.
1: A little too greedy in my opinion. It's like, I understand that maybe there's a six to 12, 18 month, turnover that they might they might take a hit in terms of profit if it comes down to that they want to be like the nfl where the commercials pay for the, everything uh i think that'd be the way to get more viewership if you put conor mcgregor nate diaz free on espn what does the super bowl get 50 a 50 rating i think that fight will get a 75 like Ah, it's uh, I think it. it's a little insecure on the UFC's management part.
2: Well, also, the, like I like uh, like the uh, like I said before, UFC, you know, UFC already makes Ray already Ray made of money. I, I, here's another comparison it's uh, if you watch WWE, WWF, whatever you want to call it, uh, they've already they already get their TV deal money that's good for however many years and it's 100 billion dollars or whatever it is. So, you know, if you already make your money. Uh, then you don't really. What is there to owe? You just deliver on what the contract does. You know nothing doesn't say anything. you have to has to be good shit. Just has to has to be stuff that you have to deliver on. And that's kind of where the UFC is pointing. Mean, you know, hey, you, remember there used to be a time where you know a UFC show would happen. It would be like once a month or once every two months, and you'd be like, oh shit, I'm excited to see UFC. And then slowly the ESPN or the Fox deal happened, and the ESPN thing, and then there's a fight every week, and it's just like. Yeah, you know, you you know, if if, the Fox thing kind of also collapsed upon itself, where they, you know, it was interesting how they tried to make like certain people, certain fighters, just for like TV. Like I think they tried to do with Benson with with Bendo. They tried to relegate him to TV, Um, and then when the fight pass, I think came out. Uh, they were trying to like put, put favor on the fight pass, like the main events of the fight pass. So I, it kind of meets, I was like, okay, so they're trying to like make different divisions of this. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. But then like, I don't know when it happened, but like, just suddenly like, you know, I, there's Mackenzie Duran versus whatever her name is. And I'm like, is that really a show that needs to be on anything? And I'm like, Nope, <laughs> nobody cares about that. Uh, and so, and yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely an oversaturation and, and, you know, oversaturation, you know, like I said, the bubble burst, we're going to see that with Marvel, you know, all those dumb Marvel shows that are on uh Disney plus, you know, (laughs) she Hulk, those will you know, that, that bubble. She
1: Hulk is just getting beat up left and right. You're not the first person. Have you seen it at least before you're, uh, uh, talking about it?
2: I watched some clips of it, and I'm like, "This oh. is not for me. I can't watch this. This is not, this is not entertaining to me. This doesn't seem interesting at all." If I it's mean,
1: better than Thor: Love and Thunder, then I well, would tune in.
2: I mean, yo, know, that is a good example. Is that Thor: Love and Thunder, basically, wasn't a box office failure, but made less money than it should have at the uh, uh, at the uh, box office. And so, what happened was, yeah, you know. This is, you know, this is happening. You know, that's the Marvel bu- bubbles. I think gonna burst soon. I think Star Wars will eventually happen. Well, they're not making movies of Star Wars
1: so much. Um,
2: totally forgot what we were talking about now. I just went on and ran about uh, about
1: no, that? Talking about uh, I don't know, uh, bubbles bursting. And, okay, yeah, uh, and I yes. see
2: you, you. only have me for eight more minutes or something.
1: Yes. Oh. Yes.
2: Sh- oh crap. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so a basic
1: sorry. bitch. So. That's fine.
2: Be as basic as possible. <laughs>
1: Um, as mentioned earlier, again on Twitter and Instagram at Abenja One, Twitter, Instagram co-host of the At We Are Rising Pod, martial artist. You are covering Comic Con this weekend, Javits Center. Talk me through it. How How does it uh? uh how does cover an event go do you just post a lot of cool photos do you try to interview people like what what's your assignment or what do you try to accomplish at an event like comic-con
2: well actually i will be legitimately covering i'll be talking to some of the um uh, uh i guess guests or celebrities there i'm talking to the guy um brian well oh my god i'm forgetting forgetting my the guy who was supposed to interview brian something on uh, but he uh, you'll know
1: by saturday
2: oh yeah um and um Actually, by Thursday, I'm going all four days. Oh, um, tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. And, um, yeah, it, it, he created the uh, Toys That Made Us and the movie, the, the Made Us things on Netflix. You ever see those? The Toys That Made Us and the Movies That Made Us or the TV shows that made us?
1: I'm sure it's extremely popular. I'm it's one of those, those nostalgia thing.
2: thing. It's one of those nostalgia yeah. things where they interview people like, oh, you know, I love this 80s show and then clip and blah, 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 all that stuff. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's that uh taking pictures of cosplayers, um, going to some after parties and screenings, and yeah, that's basically nice. it. and cutting in front of people uh to play the video games
1: first. <laughs> um, did you play uh? Oh, I'm gonna butcher this name. You probably know Ghost of Tsushima. Is it like the best game ever?
2: Uh, a lot of people love it. I've unfortunately not played it. I have like 500 games on like my backlog. Uh, so uh, more than yeah. me,
1: wow. I'm like uh, 15 games, wow.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking at my collection now. I'm getting overwhelmed already just looking at it of like the games I need to play. But yeah, uh, unfortunately, I unfortunately have not played that yet.
1: I'm trying to chop down the tree. I got like I'm playing all circa 20, uh, 15 games Arkham Knight. Um, huh. what was it? Uh, uh, MG, uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 uh okay that one's
2: great that one's a good one
1: i'm waiting for the price to drop on the spider-man just came to pc which is uh yep. excellent uh i will the wolverine be on display there wolverine
2: oh you mean so the recent thing that they just announced the is, uh,
1: insomniac or activision somebody's doing yeah the, uh i don't Next think Gen so wolverine.
2: good question i don't know um see I, I i they list all this stuff on the website but i'm always too lazy to Just look it up, so <laughs> I'll see when I get there. I'll see what I would have to assume, especially because it's a marvel thing. It definitely should be, yeah,
1: I love your honesty, and uh <laughs> did you hear about uh I assume you're a big anime fan or no
2: uh somewhat not the not the weird stuff, like if normal anime stuff, just the porn yeah, oh oh yes, no, no, that's what I meant by normal <laughs> stuff the porn. <laughs> that's it.
1: um i I tuned in for the anime, so a huge matrix guy I was let down with the fourth one, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, uh, I oh, hope well, they at I, least make a video game to make it up to us. Uh, they teased us with that uh, that old uh, Unreal Engine Five uh, demo presentation, but I saw that Splinter Cell. I don't know if it's this is like a year ago. I don't know if it's actually going to happen, but Splinter Cell is doing an animated series for Netflix. Any news or? I
2: have not heard. I know there's a new Splinter Cell come at, came, game that came that's coming out, and the oh, creator what? said that. Uh, I think like two or two years from now or something but the creator said that they're going to update it for modern sensibilities which usually translates to we're okay. going to make it dog shit and we're going to not make it we're going to make it politically correct am uh, i don't want to go on a rant about that on an mma podcast but uh so yeah usually that's not a good sign uh it's netflix animated wait you said animated or live action
1: uh anime
2: oh okay um that sounds interesting um Netflix's anime stuff has been better than their live-action TV shows. Resident Evil was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) I'm glad
1: Um, I passed that.
2: And then, yeah, their live-action Death Note was terrible, but Castlevania and uh, Arcane were pretty good, so... Hey, if it works, it works. I'm, I'm happy. You know, if it, you know, but then again, I don't have a Netflix subscription. I canceled it a few months ago. So, but if, it, if it's good, you know, maybe I'll come back. Maybe I'll come back to Netflix.
1: And do you have any suggestion, a uh, suggestion for anime show that I should see? I like ninjas, samurais, martial artists. Oh, come on. Come on. Do I, are you watching Demon Slayer? Is that okay? Seen? So Demon Slayer?
2: Demon Slayer is probably the best anime right now, in my personal opinion.
1: Okay. Okay, I'll check it. Netflix.
2: Yes, uh, the yeah, so first season should still be on Netflix and the second season is on uh, Crunchyroll, which you can easily, if you've never saw it, signed up for Crunchyroll, just do the, 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 the three-day free trial or something and you can just watch the eight episodes from the second season.
1: Okay. Uh, Andrew Breakin Benjamin at A-B-E-N-J-A-1 on Twitter and Instagram. It says on your profile, rapper, poet, are you serious about music?
2: No, that's the end joke that I just never have changed from like my friends. It's a it's a long story that I cannot get into two minutes. As I'm looking at the timer, it's a long, long story.
1: I had a whole. I was gonna play some music and we were gonna have to freestyle against each other. You can freestyle if you want. I'll
2: do a, I'll do a bop. I'll do a head bop. Okay. I'll do a head bop.
1: We got A B going to nyc or he already lives there so just listen to me i'm trying to make sense of all this he's going to comic con for business he's gonna take some pics interview some chicks that are famous he also trains like he's nameless (laughs) because a nameless person trains a lot You know
0: what I mean, and I didn't even smoke any pot.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Maybe Andrew did. <laughs> All right, what's uh, what's left for you, man? When uh, when can we get the next We Are Rising pod?
2: I'm uploading some interview. Well, uploading interview today with uh kickboxer, Cozy, who added who was in the co-main event, taking on Floyd Mayweather's bodyguard which is hilarious. Long story. Just look it up whenever you get a chance. And uh, I got some other interviews that I'm uploading with uh, Kota Miura, someone from MMA Gaming PC, and then a preview of Ryzen 39 and Landmark Volume 4 coming up sometime. Don't know when, but it will be in the future.
1: Awesome. Sounds good, brother. I appreciate the time.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate being on the (laughs) Eiktagon.
1: And we are back. Fight fans. Local fight fans. will know our next two guests. They definitely know each other. They are brothers from the same mother. They are the sultans of the island. Are you guys from the island before I start making all these videos? No, things? no,
0: I'm from uh, Pakistan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pakistan.
3: But, but it's all good.
1: <laughs> Baby <Maybe> Konya. <Cornia. laughs>
3: From the BK, the boys
1: from the BK, the Brooklyn Brawlers. What's up, Isa? What's up, up, Mo? I I really appreciate you guys. You guys have a ton of energy. I believe you guys are two or five or two or four, if I remember correctly. But September 10th, flex fights. Isa got it done. RNC, rear naked choke, TKO finish against the fence before that now fast forward a couple weeks october 8th is just a couple of days around the corner and on the bottom screen yeah he's below us but when in person he stands (laughs) above us mo sultan what's up mo how you feeling brother
4: what's up brother big ike how you doing
1: again i am media mike uh, but (laughs) we can find you on instagram at L-O-A underscore M Sultan and your brother at Issa Sultan on Instagram. More peaceful. You guys are smart for not being on Twitter, but uh, (laughs) how'd you guys uh, start your martial arts journey? Uh, Maybe Mo first and then Issa? Yeah, definitely
0: Mo
4: first. (laughs) Yeah, man. So, you know, I always like, I remember watching like BJ Penn with my dad. That was actually the first fight I I ended up watching. I was around 14 and uh, I, I saw BJ Penn fighting and uh after that I kind of got uh inspired by watching that that fight was, a, was the first MMA fight I've ever seen I think I've seen some boxing fights before that but I was with my dad and I saw a BJ Penn fight and it was really like motivating inspiring to see that you know it was it was something that like I, I wanted to do right away I remember even going outside, it was at my dad's job at the time, going outside and kind of shadow boxing and not knowing what I was doing, but I just had the passion for it at that point. But long story short, I started training, going to different gyms in Brooklyn, um, you know, throughout my teens, but I didn't really take it that serious until, you know, my early 20s. That's when I really took it serious and I started traveling. I went to American Top Team. Um, but throughout the times of, of me not necessarily taking it serious, I mean, that I wasn't actively competing at that point, but I was cons- consistently training and studying, but, you know, you know, developing, you know, my craft, but around the time uh, I went to American top team or in my early twenties, I went there, I trained there. I came back, got into really good shape, uh, went to a uh, law MMA for, for a while, but throughout the time that I was, I was, uh, training and, and studying, I developed the style, which You know, you come to see in my fights and Issa's fights where we're boxing heavy, come forward, pressure, you know. I So I put a lot of work into studying that and also other aspects of MMA. So we have a really good boxing, come forward, pressure style. You know, it's kind of like a Triple G mixed with Mike Tyson style where we come forward, body shots, head shots, head movement, uh, a lot of pressure. So, you know, eventually as Issa got older, when he became like 15. I started teaching him and helping him with, 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 uh, what I learned, you know? So, and that's how he was started developing. And once, once I was in my twenties and then I met Nazim, you know, everybody knows Nazim. He just got into the UFC. So, and he, he hooked me up with Mew and MMA and Tango who's the head coach at Mew and MMA. And, you know, from there, the rest is history. Got fights, started knocking people out. Issa got in, in the game, started knocking people out. So this is where we're at, you know? So, it's been a journey.
1: Amazing. And, uh, Issa, uh, how did you know that this was, uh, the right path for you?
3: Honestly, I didn't, I didn't, uh, you know, uh, I was in school, you know, but like, you know, there's a thing when an older brother starts something, all the younger brothers, they get into it, you know? So at first it was just, At least in this family. I got five brothers. And And the (laughs) is, Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's crazy, honestly. Like, uh, I was in school. I was doing, like, computers and all that stuff. And then uh, Mo, you know, he he, uh, worked at a gym. He was a trainer. So he would just bring us to the gym. When I turned 15, he would just bring it to the gym, gave us some fundamentals. And, you know, that developed my style. Like he said, the forward pressure, all that, uh, you know fighting uh triple g mike tyson you know heavy boxing style and then you know mma is where it's at right now you know like we have a heavy boxing style but uh we've also evolved you know so now like we had that good fundamental base and now like training with Nas and these guys my grappling like i got a submission victory my last fight so you know uh it, it was really just a matter of we're related so. It started, like, getting passed down between us. And then, like, when I was – it was around 2019 when I first went to that gym, uh, Mutant MMA, met Tango and all these guys. And, uh, man, they threw me right in the sharks. There's pro fighters over there, Georgie. There's some good prospects, Zach, my bro, Cobra. So, like, and I just jumped in with those sharks. And they were like, wow, man, how long have you been doing this? And I was like, yo, I just learned from my – brother and then you know from there you know when coaches and people pros are telling you yo you have something so then i was like yo let's do this you know
1: amazing amazing and again Again. we're being joined by the sultan brothers at isa sultan on instagram and his older brother at loa underscore m sultan uh i asked you guys how we got to this point now, why did we get to this point? Why is martial arts, mixed martial arts, grappling, punching, fighting, why, why, why does it fit you? Why, why not baseball, basketball, uh, of golf? Why, did, why, is it, why are you guys, like, connected or magnetized by martial arts?
4: I think it's, uh, like, our truest form of self-expression, of our passion and, you know, our, our aggressiveness. I think it it fully, uh, allows us to be ourselves in that regard to where we can, you know, fully feel satisfied with what we're doing. And I, I also think it's, it could be something divine as well, you know, something that was ordained already, uh, that, that, that we believe God has given us, you know, and other people may have other passions, you know, soccer, baseball, but we feel like this is our, our outlet and this is what makes us feel good, you know? And in many ways, it's our therapy too, you know. So it's it it, it encompasses all of that our passion, our release. So it's it's something that uh, we can't live without.
1: That was beautiful. That was beautiful. And uh, Issa, how was it? Uh, breaking the news to your parents that uh, like or I guess Mo once Mo started, <laughs> was, was it easier from there?
3: So it was definitely easier when, uh, when, cause Mo had already, uh, like an uh, one or two fights. So, uh, it was easier from there. My dad is, uh, very into the sport, man. He's That's very awesome. into the sport. He, he loves, um, he, he himself, you know, did martial arts when he was younger. So, uh, you know, it's a hard thing to break the news. Like I'm going to be a fighter, like, um, especially my mom, you know, she's not crazy about us going into a cage and, uh, you know, throwing leather like that. But, you know, uh, ultimately, we have very supportive uh, parents, you know, like, my mom, she'll pray for me before my fights, my dad, but they they definitely believe in us, they gave us the opportunity to go and pursue what we wanted, you know. Plus, I feel like fighting makes us the best version of ourselves, whether it's spiritually, whether it's discipline, you know, it, it really brings out our best selves. So, you know uh ultimately it came down to we have very supportive parents uh you know which is unusual i know a lot of people who uh, whose parents are like no way you know uh, they come to me with stories like yo you cannot do this so we we like it's honestly humbling you know the amount of support we get now like it, it, it's crazy it's crazy like i have my uh posters up and bodegas and you know it started oh, wow. off with just getting uh uh Approval from my parents, you know, Mo's got his posters up in gyms and stuff. When it's a fight for like the Sultan brothers, everybody like goes nuts over here in Brooklyn. And, you know? and, so and, and, and in our community,
4: we're, we're like, uh, you know, not to come off in, 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 a, in a bad way, but in our community, we're pretty much like local legends, you know, so it's like everybody knows us <laughs> in, our, in, in our whole area, you know? So it, it, it's pretty cool, you know, just like Issa saying, you know, they put up posters, it's a lot of respect and and we're not arrogant or anything like that but it just that's kind of how it is everybody respects fighters especially uh brothers that are fighters you know it's, it's pretty cool that we have that in the community
1: oh man i just got the the tinglys man do you do you feed <laughs> off that energy like or do is it like oh shit he's like that's some pressure or is it like it's like shh, like a breath of fresh air in a sense
3: 110 honestly uh I don't even feel like that. Like, I was expecting myself for my fights to be, like, crazy nervous. You know, so many – I get Instagram DMs from people I don't know. Like, you're showing Pakistanis are strong and, you know, uh, all these warriors and, you know, so many people. And uh, But honestly, when I step in there, it's it's, uh, zen. Like, I do not feel – crazy pressure or anything. The, Cause my mentality is just, you know, uh, work hard and, uh, you know, God will take care of the rest. It, it's whether we win or lose is up to God, you know like that part is already written. So what I can do is just never give up, stay true to the game and, you know, put my put my work in. That's, that's what I'm looking forward to evolving, growing, you know, anybody can go and, and take a fight and step in a cage but it's what you do in there you know so i'm just looking to grow right now you know uh the support is crazy so i actually like i have people like Nas, people like mo to just keep me humble. Keep me on the straight. It's so easy, bro. You're jogging and you see your posters up and you're like, well, everybody's like, what's up? And I go to the gym, even like a crunch fitness. We have a crunch fitness here. And bro, I oh, wow. like 20 people are like, yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? Yo. And I'm a two and Emmy, you know, <laughs> like that's really like nothing that crazy. that's like
1: the Conor McGregor stuff. Like you hear about <laughs> the stuff. Like when, Hey, he... listen,
3: I got work to do before Conor McGregor calling me Conor McGregor, but you know, it's just crazy the aura we have. So, uh, you know, I just do my best to stay focused and, you know, put on for Brooklyn, put on for Pakistan. That's it.
1: And uh, you mentioned the hard work Mo. We know how your brother did a couple of weeks ago. How's this training camp in and uh, what have you really focused on without giving away any game plan?
4: Right. So, uh, I don't think I got the chance to tell you, but basically, um, about 15 days ago, I got injured. So, Oof. so I was sparring. I, I did 10 rounds uh, of MMA MMA sparring, and then right after the 10th round, um, we're doing a cool down. And my whole back, my lower back, the left side of my lower back, completely like shut down. I couldn't stand. I, I had to literally go on the on my back and like stretch out. And I was and people in the gym were showing me certain stretches. And then from there, it was just my back has been messed up since. So. I waited four to five days before making the decision, but uh, I I didn't want to go into the cage compromised and injured. You know I was fighting a three and O guy, um, and 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 I really wanted to put on a great performance. Um, and I'm not the type to pull out of fights. I've went into fights injured before, uh, and but this is not something I could work around. Being the back is like the main. Uh, it's like it's like the 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 connecting. Uh, part of your body that connects with your, your limbs and everything, you know? And so it's like, if I can't, you know, do a basic punch or a fighting stance or a kick or a sprawl without back injury and back pain, get a little sin. It's, it's, it's not something that uh, I want to go in there and, and, and have a bad performance because of, so uh, when I, you know, it's very hard to even at the time, especially like, you know, it was hard to walk too. So I had to make that decision with my team and, you know, with my brother and my coaches and, and and I had to really think about it, and I think that was a smart move right now to pull out. Unfortunately, I had to pull out the fight. It was something that I was really looking forward to, uh, but you know, I got to heal up and, and come back stronger.
1: It's so, no joke, man. Uh, did it seize up? What Did it feel, and like you're like crouched over? like. Uh, uh,
4: yeah, it was like real bad, sharp pain. It was also like, it was like hard I to sleep, right? I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It was hard to sleep. I tried certain things where you put like a pillow under your legs, certain things that decompress your spine, but even with that, it wasn't working. You know, it it was it was really bad, especially the first ten days it was horrible. Like I never had pain like that before. You know, before, and it's like debilitating because you can't do anything. Your back, connects everything. So it, it was something where it's like I can't even work around. You know, so has happened before. Injury. Uh, I had I had a little lower back injuries here and there, like a couple of years ago, but it would go away within a day. But this was, I still have it right now. I still feel it right now. So it's just. <laughs> it's maybe it's
1: from leaning out uh are you you're for 205
4: yeah but i don't have a big cut i'm, I'm not a big 205 uh so i just had to cut i had to just diet for for a couple weeks and get down for i walk around around like 217 so hmm. uh, i have to just get down to 205 i was already near weight i was like around 208 209 pounds so i was literally right there but you know it I keep
1: training. it hot Just keep it hot if you can, like some tiger bomb or icy hot or CBD or something.
4: Yeah, yeah, I've been doing some uh, heat heat stuff, like the compression. Uh, Was it
1: stem or steam, something like that?
4: Yeah, yeah, I was doing like warm compress, all that type of stuff. You know, like putting like a a hot towel on that Certain stuff for recovery, but it just needs to run in sports, I guess. All
1: right, well, uh, it sucks, man. You looking for? November, December, I'm not sure the flex, are you looking at a different organization combat at the space?
4: Um, I, I fought for Maverick before I fought for okay. Series before Pennsylvania,
1: so,
4: Pennsylvania, also New Jersey and flex is always the option as well. So, um, definitely once this heals, I'm going to look into whatever's available and, and, and jump on that
1: in a sense that takes confidence to know that there's something in the future. Like, uh, right. they always say it's, it's, uh, or Henry Cejudo said, sometimes it takes confidence to say, stop and rest. And. Uh, oh, it was I, tough,
4: man. It was, it was tough because I was never in that position before where it was like, I have a fight in a week and a half and it's like, I, I have this injury. And what do I do? You know, I can't, I, I can't literally even, you know, throw a punch without my back being in severe pain. So it's like, what do I do? Do I just wait? I waited as long as I could. I didn't want to do this thing where I, I pull out like the day before type of thing and be unprofessional. So I had to really like weigh my options out and make that decision.
1: Well, speedy recovery, good energy towards you. Thank I you, hope you rest up, man. I'm really looking Appreciate forward to you. see you compete, man. You have an attitude and mentality like pff, Mo Tyson, man. Uh, I'm Thank very you, excited to, to iron Mo to see you get out there in the future. Just obviously rest up. Uh, uh maybe hopefully the warm weather's rolling in starting tomorrow maybe right. that will help loosen up some muscles um isa what about you how uh, are you looking forward do you got a november december january late spring yes. You're taking off for a while what's your schedule look like
3: yeah no so uh, i had talked to my manager my manager so the flex promoter you know I got two finishes, 2-0, and oh, so he's really, like, liking uh, what I'm doing, the work I'm putting in. So uh, my manager actually told me, you know, what we're looking at is uh, January. There's a card, uh, New York versus Florida uh, flex card. So mm. probably in Florida, uh, you know, obviously it's still pretty far out, so no opponents, no contract yet. But uh, he told me that's what the flex, uh, you know, promoter Chris – that's what he wants for me and uh, my my uh, teammate actually fought Cobra. He's also two and zero. He's with two finishes. So he he likes our team, Mutant MMA. You know we've been uh, since the start of the year, Mutant MMA. We've we've finished all our fights. Me, my brother Zach, uh, my brother uh, Cobra. So we've all got finishes. All like Zach got a three second knockout. You should definitely check that out. Three. You seconds. said a three second. Yes, yeah, I, I think it was two seconds. I think it was wait, oh, two <laughs> seconds. My bad, yeah, you definitely it like gotta check this knockout. out. I'm gonna like jump distance. off the ref, uh, bro. <laughs> right hook, bro. Uh, he's one of my main sparring partners, he's like uh, one of the top amateur boxers. Uh, oh you my know. gosh, he do you know his handle drugs. off the top
1: of your head? Uh,
3: uh, man, uh, Zach Z underscore Blumberg, uh, um, BL Z underscore BL. U-M-B-E-R-G. And there should be like a reel or something of it. Oh, but, he's uh,
1: private. He's private.
3: Ah, don't worry. I'll send it to you, brother. But yeah, man, I'm training with a bunch of beasts. And, you know, we, this opportunity opened up this New York versus Florida card. And man, uh, is
1: it going to be, I think the last year or last, maybe I forget, maybe it's every other, uh, is it in Florida this time or is it in New York?
3: I was told Tampa. Yeah. So I was told Florida, so, nice. but man, uh, that's the next thing, uh, I've heard of, so we'll see what happens, but yeah, January, February, I'm in there and I'm looking for a finish, man. That's, that's pretty
1: good. Mo, so you think you'll I be, want. uh, uh, ready in time for January? Yeah.
4: But the, the thing is, uh, with, 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 uh, my brother fighting, it's like we, we corner each other, you know? So it's, um, yeah. So we have this thing, man, where it's like, uh, we don't fight on the same card. It's kind of our thing where it's like, kind of in a sense like the ds brothers too like they don't fight on the same card type of thing we're in each other's corner it's kind of war you know it's hard to focus on your own uh wow. opponent when your brother's fighting an opponent i look at him as an opponent too because he's fighting my brother so it's hard to focus and it's a different feeling when your brother's fighting you know it's like you you want him to perform the best he can and you want to you want to give as much as you can you know in helping him in preparation and being there so it's it, it's it's important for us to corner each other and, and make sure we're not fighting the same card. So,
1: dude, you've dropped like three sentiments or quotes. It's like powerful <laughs> stuff, man. It's I, uh, I really respect it. Uh, Where did he
3: drop out of the call?
1: He's dropping knowledge and he's dropping out. <laughs> <to the> Zoom, <laughs> not, man, but, that uh, was some powerful stuff. He dropped the mic. That,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my not, goodness! But it, it is true, man. He's a he's a huge part of my whole fighting career you know like I can't I can't go fight without him uh you know warming me up and you know he's just a crucial part of my career where like we got to give each other our 100% for the other brother you know so when I'm in the back he gives me everything I need from uh, warming me up to even if I need a sip of water you know so and vice versa so uh we definitely give everything because you know, imagine both of us cutting weight, and both of us. So it definitely helps when you have, you it's know, true. the person guiding you right next to you. You know, so. Uh, but I'm sure Mo's a beast, man. Mo's Moe's a huge talent. You know, he I, like I'm nothing in front of Mo. He he's brought me into this game, but Mo, Mo's uh, he's coming to finish all these guys, man. You you need to see some of his fights, some more of his fights, man. He he comes in there from the bell. He, he's uh, he's lighting people up, you know, just like Tyson, man, just like Tyson, his debut was dead serious. And the dude was going crazy, you know, but that's our style. That's we come to finish. That's our style. Uh, you know, from the bell, from the second, the bell rings, I'm there to finish the guy, you know, that's a part of being a martial artist too. finishes finishes and hopefully in UFC bonuses. <laughs> that's what we're looking for though.
1: One day brother. One day. One
3: day. One day. Hey, we got a blueprint. uh, Nas is like a brother to us. That guy's family. And, uh, you know, he's laid it out for us. The blueprint. You do this, 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 and you're going to get to the UFC. So I'm doing everything I can, man. I think Mo's back. Mo,
1: you dropped knowledge and then you dropped out. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. That was a beautiful quote. I I don't know how much you heard. I was saying, I was like, dude, you, you said some like three or four beautiful quotes and then i think you (laughs) dropped out and you're like peace like we're paying you by the minute (laughs) (laughs)
4: sorry about that i don't know i think the connections
1: i wanted to ask where uh where do you get your mental strength from do do you hear me hello yep yeah sorry about that
4: you got us uh, yeah 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 so you said where do i get mental strength
1: Yeah. Like uh, you, where do you get the confidence from? man? You're the Uh, oldest. Like I can understand learn looking up and learning from you, but is, did you get it from your parents? Is it just, just uh, in your DNA? Um,
4: I, I think it's something that you're, you're born with. Hello? Sorry, man. This thing is not. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's something that you're, 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 I feel like you're born with some level of, uh, some gifts that that this is just what i believe i believe that you know god has given certain people certain things certain attributes um but i feel like will is something that is forged under fire so basically i think throughout your life experience including fighting too in your fighting style and things you go through it develops your will and develops your strength um and You know, the tougher challenges that you have in life, no matter what it is, when you overcome them, um, I feel like it adds to the strength of your will and your mindset and your mentality. So I think that translates well into fighting too. When you overcome certain things in your life, whatever it may be, and you don't quit and you don't give up and and you don't let life break you, I think you can use that type of strength and, and mentality and will and put that into your training you're like
1: amazing did does uh growing up did your your father like uh, did you get into like uh, a school fight and he like was Man, there gr-
4: growing up and growing up it was was rough uh, you know being being you know with with nine eleven happening and and growing up there was like a lot of uh I was like in the third grade growing up with with, with dealing with bullying and, and a lot of that stuff growing up as a kid. We were dealing I was dealing with a lot of like uh stuff like that as a young kid so you kind of have to learn to defend yourself uh, especially dealing with a lot of like you know I dealt with this as a little kid growing up and, and 9-11 happens and everybody's calling you a terrorist and this and that and being being you know a young kid you have to start defending yourself otherwise you're just going to be a punk so I grew up with with kind of a chip on my shoulder of like look I got to defend myself I got to fight you know I, I'm not going to take any more crap from people so growing up, I developed that mentality. So, you know, I got to a point where I started training. I started working out and, and uh, basically not letting anybody mess with me and defending myself.
1: Wow. Wow. That's, uh, that's heavy, man. And it's like, it's pure idiocy and hate. And, uh, you've turned it into love, man. Like you've literally like reversed it and countered you, you did a mental martial art and, uh, it's beautiful to see, man. That's why Thank you, bro. I believe it's going to be the biggest sport in the world. No offense to soccer or football, depending on where you're from, but I just, you got Australia, Russia, so many countries. And it's like, people can't look away from a fight. And now we're learning more that it's not just two people in a cage, just slugging out. There's actual art to it and expression. Right. As you mentioned earlier, it's like the, one of the stories that you're expressing. It's, it's one of the reasons why, Everybody should learn martial arts for respect, discipline, hard work, teamwork. It's 100% beautiful sentiment, man. And um, it's,
4: it's, it's something that every young man should, should have, you know, I I really feel like you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be a, 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 a adult male walking around, not knowing how to defend yourself. You can have all the degrees in the world. You can have all the money in the world. But if you don't know how to defend yourself, you're, you're you're extremely vulnerable. You have to have that aspect checked off as well. So I feel like it's a form of success for a uh, adult male to have.
1: Wow. So, I I'm, I agree. Like I literally just said to my brother a couple of days ago, I said Bill Gates is not alpha. I go, I don't care That's- what you say, <laughs> Bill Gates is not alpha. I go, Joe Rogan, alpha. I go right, exactly. And respect to Mark Zuckerberg, Did you guys see that he's starting to like. Who knows if yeah, it's a yeah. business thing? Who knows? Uh, who knows? But <laughs> Yo, It's going
3: to come out that he bought the UFC. UFC <laughs> events stuff now, but it's all
1: right. <laughs> I, I heard he's doing jiu-jitsu. I heard Seth Rogen's doing jiu-jitsu. Uh, Anthony Bourdain, before he passed away, was doing jujitsu. jitsu It's like yeah. Joe Rogan's always suggesting it. And uh, somebody on the Theo Vaughn podcast, they're like, man, why is every comedian doing jiu-jitsu now? And, and it is because of Rogan. It's like, yeah. It's a uh, beautiful like, thinking game. You can't like think about your schedule or your itinerary while somebody's that, trying to choke you out or punch you in the face.
3: Yeah, no, that like, that's what I uh, meant when I said earlier, like it doing martial arts makes me feel like the best version of myself, you know? Uh, so I feel like it's the same with these guys, you know, there's, yeah, you have your, their business, but when you step into that gym, no matter what's your race, no matter what, problems you're having mentally whatever you get a release you know and and you get to work towards something and be better at something so i mean i think martial arts is already taking over the world you know uh you know as a sport yeah it's it's the fastest going growing sport but you know just individuals you know competing look at tom hardy tom hardy's like a movie actor and he just did the jujitsu and he's winning gold he's winning gold in jujitsu and you know, he's a movie actor, but you, there is something to where martial arts is an uplifting thing. It gives you that discipline. It gives you something to strive towards no matter what's going on in your life. So yeah, man, uh, I think it, it's a crucial part of, of existing. Honestly, it, it, it makes you that, it gives you that edge, makes you that better person, you know? So hundred percent, I feel like everybody should have some, t- I'm not saying become an MMA fighter, but you know, definitely uh, have something you can work towards because it's more than just competing. It's like the discipline, the mindset, the confidence it gives you. You know, we've both dealt with bullying. We're from Brooklyn, man. You get you bump into somebody wrong, you get you know into a fight. You know, so yeah. uh, you know, so wow. definitely it, it's definitely a uh, martial arts will change people's lives. I think that's why we're seeing such a, such a uprising, you know, but and
1: yeah. You guys are changing your lives and laying the groundwork for your family and spinning it forward. When I met you guys uh, around the beautiful event on September 10th at flex fight, when he saw, I had the beautiful performance and your guys energy was just blowing up the building <laughs> uh, in uh, Melville is literally like, there was no service in that place. You guys like were like, the, uh, your heart was, I don't know. I can, I can feel connection there. Um, your guys, little brothers training as well, right? Yeah. yeah. So we
4: have, there's, there's a total of five of us. And, um, so it's me, it's Isa. Then we have another, uh, one, another brother. That's, uh, he just turned 20 and he's, 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 he's up and coming too. like he's, he trains with us at new and MMA. And he, he's, he's a, he's a good prospect. He's going to fight soon too. Within, you know, six months, he'll have his first fight. Um, He's a, he's a good lefty man. He's exciting. He Has that same style that we have. Come forward style. The same way uh, you know, you know, I, I, I uh, was showing Issa and teaching Isa as he was a young kid. The same uh, amount of energy that I put into that, I'm putting into uh, Musa as well. So he's gonna come up. Look out for him too. In like six months to a year, he should be knocking some people dead. You know.
1: Woo! Now you guys, I don't, I, I, I don't think I. I maybe I said hi, shook his hand. Uh, very modest, very uh, uh soft spoken. Maybe that says uh in public, but uh, is he? Is he's into it? Like it's it's not hard to like you guys are. I don't know. You would be tough older brothers in my opinion. Like he, I don't know. You would think like the third. You'd be like, guys, I just want to play the violin. Like, but he's he's training and he's kicking ass.
3: Man. Yeah, man. No, nah, like, uh, that's what I said earlier. I, I think there's something with, uh, you know, older brothers. When an older brother's into something and you see him be great at something, you strive right behind him, you know? Like, when I'm sparring, I, I know my brother expects something from me, a certain performance, even if it's just sparring, you know? He expects a certain level of performance from me in whatever I do. So, you know, that's what I have to live up to, you know? So I feel like that gets passed down Where where – you have to hold a certain standard as Sultan, you know, or in anything, you know, I, I have cousins and all three of them are into uh, uh, cinematography and all that. Like they actually shot a documentary for me for my first fight. So Yo,
1: plug it. Where can we find it?
3: Uh, you t- yeah. you just type in uh, Issa Sultan MMA and it should pop up. Uh, it might be private right now because uh, we had it privated for the, before my fight but uh we'll open it back up <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, made,
4: they made they made they made me a documentary too so there's like two documentaries one for me yeah, and one for, be uh, Issa. Up there
3: right now most should be up there right now uh
4: yeah
3: on youtube but yeah man that that's just part of it you know uh i feel like the younger brother always wants to follow the older brother live uh you know up to that standard up to that standard where it's is he like, a hard
1: negotiator is he like hey if you get me a documentary i'll start training more
3: <laughs> <laughs> man documentaries are earned documentaries i like that
1: i like that, but, I like that.
3: But, no definitely he, he uh, we all have a pretty good head on uh you know head screwed on tight you know we we all work you know my brother's done his things uh uh he's won his fights but that's, that doesn't make me win fights, you know? I have to put in my own work. I have to, you know, earn it. And I feel like we all have that mentality, you know, where we, we want to go be great, you know? Uh, and, you know, our parents saw that in us as well. And, uh, you know, we're hoping for the best.
1: We got about 30 seconds, guys. The time flew by. I really appreciate yeah. the energy. Um,
4: big Ike, flu- big guy, You're the man, big Ike.
1: Medium, medium, Mike, medium. Mike. <laughs> hey, you're big, Mo. Man, man. Issa, you medium? <laughs> uh,
3: right now I am. I had five guys in st-
1: <laughs> I told you guys would like it. Andrew, Isa, Mo, I love you guys. Thank you for joining me. Literally, these three guests I've had amazing energy with in person. Met, met all three in person. Exchange Instas, IG, the Gram Fam, and... Connected through an interview. Did a Zoom. It's in the books. It's on YouTube. There is record of it. Thank you guys for joining me. I really appreciate you guys. Keep doing what you're doing, okay? Because it's keeping me going. It's Your energy is giving me energy. Uh, trying to think. There had to be... Maybe there was a superhero. Uh, I think it was Rogue in X-Men who would steal the energy. So... I'm rogue. Maybe I'll get a white streak in my hair. But um, I love you guys. Thank you, everybody, for downloading, retweeting, clicking, favoriting, sharing, everything. You guys keep the train moving. And we move forward because it is fight week for your boy, Ike Feldman. Gleason's Boxing Gym. Cornered by Justin. Kid Marvelous. Montavo. Tom Fitzsimmons gotta come up with a nickname if he doesn't have it if he does have it i don't know it that's my bad but i'm very excited to step back into the ring of combat i love you guys peace